Enveloped by crashing waves and plummeting brand value, the NRL has played its last card in the pack. It has launched Rugby League Season 2019 as a new era, yet the game has extinction written all over it. Lurid sex tapes, Cameron Smith refusing to retire, the Roosters as premiers, it's truly sickening. But history tells us that Rugby League has always been able to crawl back out of the primordial slime of its own making if someone utters two magic words. Fire up and Shazam! And all would be right with the greatest game of all. Well, no longer. The game has been blasted back to the Stone Age and the two brontosauri that are Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale can't do anything about it. So welcome to New Fire Up, the new Coke of Rugby League Radio. Welcome to a Fire Up involving 33% less talk, 33% less music and 67% less comedy. Welcome to a Fire Up that has the go forward of the Adelaide Rams. Welcome to New Fire Up, the Jurassic Era. Oh, he might call it the Jurassic era, Chris. I don't know what I'd call it. I've got many names for what's happening with rugby league right now, and it certainly isn't Jurassic. It's happening. It's actual. Uh, <clears throat> it's living in fear and hope and dread and acceptance of failure for a man like myself. So when I was coming here this morning, Stephen, there was a bit of a chill in the air, and we may not be in the Jurassic era, but we're certainly going backwards in time. It feels to me very, very much like the 1960s, perhaps, where 60s. there was a political phenomenon, geopolitically, globally, if you like, mm. called the Cold War. Yes, yes. Look, uh, history bus will tell you, Chris, that history does repeat, and you can go back further over and over again to find, I would say, autocrats, dictators, fascist leaders, uh, men who try to basically insert and, impl- and apply their will on the masses underneath them for profit, gain, power. <laughs> whatever it is and I think we're seeing the, the signs uh, the walls are cracking in rugby league and the signs are showing through am I correct here? I think you are correct though, there you were talking about something that's really significant uh, about the destiny of humankind mm. and it suddenly occurred to me that Split Ends wrote a song called History Never Repeats I mean that, I've never really considered that before Look, but they've got Chris, that wrong haven't you, they? You might go to Split Ends right I go to Propellerheads <laughs> The Propellerheads? Okay when Shirley Bassett <laughs> said history repeating I go absolutely right Shirley so there it is. It really is. I mean, you've got the propellerhead view of the world and yes. the uh, the sort of the Tim Neal Finn look, view uh, of the look world. Life is a battle of good and evil. We know that with Cam Smith versus the rest of us. We True. know uh, yin and yang, True. Your Asian systems of belief. You True. Know? Yeah, and, and um, unfortunately, one of the propellerheads got on well, I think, and that sort of uh, put their career on uh, hold, unfortunately. Is that right? Well, look, I tell you who's really the man who fears nobody because he lives in Melbourne and nobody talks to him anymore. Roy Masters. Uh, <laughs> this was about a week or so old, this article, but I thought it's worth bringing to the fore because of some other things. We're joining the dot. We are. We, we, we dare I say, I'm trying to get off the coffee, and so I'm drinking tea a lot at the moment. And yeah, you know, I'm not a bad guy. You're slow and soft. I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I insist. I go into a cafe and say, "Give me a pot. Give me brew tea with leaves," because I like to read the tea leaves, Stephen. And I'm oh, concerned yes. about what they're saying right now. Well, uh, if you listen to Roy Masters, he said. Crusade against the wrestle is to rewrite games history. So he's an apologist for the Melbourne Storm, of course. We know oh, that. Well, well, 
this is the you move down south. Yes, you know, right. yeah. you get knock, knock, knock on the door. It's Craig Bellum. He goes, Roy, in a black shirt. Yeah, but yeah. you might have the nickname, the professor. Yeah, but I'm the smartest guy in the room, Roy. Let's have a chat. Let's have a chat. And he's got a couple of goons behind him. <laughs> so, well, well, Greenberg for one. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you heard this, but that uh, fiasco that was the uh, USA versus Boomers basketball, yes. where Russell Crowe paid fifteen hundred dollars to not see the game. He paid. Yes, he not, did pay. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, who, so he has a right to vent on Twitter. Yeah, who mm. was there with uh, Craig Bellamy? Toddy. Who was sitting next to him? Toddy. Toddy Greenberg. What was he taking lessons in? Well, I think uh, Craig said, uh, we're very unhappy about what mm. happened last year, mm. Todd. Mm. We didn't win. Mm. Um, I think certain changes need to be made. But we're not pointing the finger at Todd. Todd's in a very difficult position to try to handle all the pressures at play here. But I think that Roy is stirring the pot here. We, we, Todd, Todd is uh, hoping to join us this season. Yes. And um, we'll be supporting him 100% because uh, who wants to go up? untrammeled against the likes of Bellamy and the Storm and everything that's behind that machine, if I can use that word. Yes. Look, and we do pay respects to Todd and his family. We do. I, mm. Totally. The, yeah. the extended agreement. And we got, we got, I got word, uh, face, face-to-face, Albo's coming on soon because, well, the, you know, South Sydney supporters are dancing at the moment, dancing down Bloody George Street. Should we, should we put Todd and Albo together Wouldn't to create nice? a, 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 a new faction that hey, might... Uh... Okay. Now, now, let me just get cut to the chase here. Stalinism... Lives on in NRL. Oh, hang on. The opening line, <laughs> Stalinism. I mean, he was the most oppressive dictator, I think, known to history. You, you could say Hitler matches him. You could say, you know, those Koreans might step up to the plate. Maybe Putin sneak you about it. I, uh, but really, Stalin, that's pretty heavy-duty stuff. Time is against us, Stephen, let's face it. But can I simply say that I did go to Moscow and I did go to the famous person's cemetery and yeah. the guide said, here is the grave of Stalin's second wife. And there was a little concrete seat next to the grave and she goes... And it was said that Stalin would come yeah. and sit on this on this seat yeah. and shed tears for the death of his second wife. And then right. she looked at me and my friend very earnestly and she goes, but why why he cried, I do not know, because he had her murdered. Ah, that's how you do with these. And, and you know, she was a Newtown supporter. <laughs> yes. She had to go. Yeah, well, you can't right. go carrying the flag for Newtown this modern day. <laughs> and he was concerned that she was also a bit of a Wests fan. Well, and they tried to, tried to get them both rubbed out in the 80s. It's a tricky thing as to who you support these days because you don't know when the axe is going to fall, do you? We'll get to that in a minute, Chris. Now, it says here, having just returned from a course at Cambridge University, no less, where, uh, of course, Boris went to. You this know, is Roy. The, or, yes, Roy. He's the professor. Yes. T- talking himself up. I'm, can, life is a continuing education program, Stephen. It doesn't matter how old yeah. you are. Yeah. You can still do a course. You know, some of the kiddies here go to a, an excursion. They might go to the Easter show to see how chooks lay eggs. Now, he went to Moscow and St. Petersburg <laughs> to see how history was written by Stalin and company in Russia. Paid for by the Melbourne Storm? Is that, well, is that disclosed he's, he's in the not, article? He's not disclosing his receipts and stubs <laughs> at this point in time, Chris, but says the propaganda in both the News Corp media over wrestling and in Russia is best understood through the prism of history. So he's, he, he's speaking as a learned student here, Chris, right. and a man who's been... I've been to Moscow too. Right. Yeah, and I know, I know what they can do to, when they want to crack down on rugby league players. Yeah, well, that's there's, right. There's no, there's no summer from hell. The in Moscow. Russia did once play the Kangaroos, and I think they lost 100 points to four. <laughs> and then he goes on to give many, many reasons why he can make this connection between Stalinism and rugby league. It doesn't quite really sort of add up to me. But then he goes, if Stalin listened to certain Communist Party officials who sought to send rivals to the Gulag, the same is happening in the relationship between journalists and NRL coaches seeking to neuter the Storm's charge in the 29 title via confected, confected hysteria. So, now, I mean, I, I, yes, if you're talking about Peter Dutton and what he's doing to journalists and, 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 and the East 
Timor situation, I can understand it, you know, trying to shut down Witness K. I understand that stuff, you know, but, but rugby league. And, of course, Roy is an unwitting stooge here of the storm, and unfortunately this is the way that, you know, fascism and all its ilk sort of permeates throughout society, Stephen. Can you believe I tuned into uh, the uh, Fox network last night? And, to do uh, what? To watch one of the Matty John's oh. pieces of work. <laughs> High recycled content in the Matty John show. It's very environmentally efficient. But at least if somebody can stand up to Stalinism, it's him. Well, you would hope Matty. so. But no more no more respected uh, voice in rugby league than Gordy Tallis himself yeah. was propagating the line that he goes, you know what, based on what I saw last weekend, uh, Manly Canberra, Manly are the worst team in the wrestle. They make it you know, murky, they, they dirty, they gum it up, they about, slow it down. It's about origins, isn't it, Chris? Where did it start? Well, it's, but there's this, this line of thought that, in fact, it's Melbourne, and you see Roy pushing this line, that they started playing attractive football a couple of years ago, yeah. and they're not part of this, that they're not responsible. Mm. In fact, the theory going around is that Melbourne does not wrestle. Right. And if we're prepared to believe that, we have to understand that we are being manipulated, Stephen. Rugby league is starting to try and control messages all mm. over the place. Yes, well, it says he... Roy Masters again. Greenberg is perceived to be powerless to stop the wrestle, but it is a phase in the game. Just as all monuments to Stalin were removed within two years of his death, evidence of my recent trip to Russia suggests he's making a comeback. History is a great teacher. Holy baloo. Now, are there other signs, Chris, that you can see in the code today that suggest that fascism is on the rise in some shape or form? Uh, would I suggest to you that, uh, I mean, we all know that Peter Beattie famously said, look, the, the Chinese can play footy too. They're ready. Well, I think that's unfair. I think what he actually said was we need to uh, appeal rugby league uh, mm. to multicultural communities of all base. shades, yes. all shades, otherwise we'll wither and die. Actual Australians. And he said Australians of Asian descent. Australian-born Chinese. Yes. yes. Uh, let's face it, they're terrific at soccer. They'd be even better at rugby league. Gotcha. So yeah. he was looking for a wider pool of talent. Because Peter keeps things pretty real, doesn't he? Well, he does, but now he's he's yeah. on the move, and he may leave as early as October, not next February, as originally thought, mm. standing down from the chair of the Australian Rugby League Commission, yes. to be replaced by potentially Peter Volandis from racing. And you know, I think we're very much in favour of the sports of racing and rugby league being brought together because of their um, deep understanding of the gambling process. Absolutely, Chris. But is it a coincidence that Peter's leaving? I mean, there's been a little bit of trouble in the New South Wales Labor Party this week with right. uh, you yeah. know brown paper bags and yeah. cash. I mean, it, it has all the hallmarks of Roosters around it, really, doesn't it? So there's more to this story. Now, if I could just quickly prattle through a couple of these moments. Uh, the Ponga family uh, are copping great help because of young Ponga's comment about not caring about his coach getting sacked whilst he was drinking a strawberry milkshake. Hello, as I said, soft young minds are prone to be swayed by strawberry milkshakes. We know that. Right, so Team Ponga's uh, cracking down yep. and saying, Kalen, in order to protect your brand, you need to manage the message. And that's, you know, that's just... The message. Th that's just... Uh, Fascism dressed up as commercialism, isn't it? Yes, yes. You know. And this isn't the battle happening in the courts soon with Israel Folau. Is is it about you know corporate Australia looking after its interests as opposed to freedom of expression from Israel Folau as opposed to hate speech? I mean, it's a complicated point, isn't it? I, I can't, I can't, I can't get my head around. I can't make sense. No. Ed nor Taylor. That. Now, and then we hear that that Gal, really, tea goat. Yes. Really the greatest of all time. Yes. I, 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 it, it pains me to say that a Cronulla player could be the greatest of all time, as you know, Chris. Well, but he was even wheeled out to sell a message, wasn't he? He was. First of all, we, we passed reflection on this earlier this week on our More Fired Up podcast, Stephen. The, the gal whose new autobiography is called Heart and Soul. Uh, what, what, what tremendous Christmas yeah. present. How big is his heart? Is it as big as It's. I want to see that heart. It's Falap-esque. Falap-esque. <laughs> right. Nakaibi Diva. 
And Coach John Morris said the gal is the greatest shark in terms of number of games played. Do sharks have hearts? <laughs> they've got... I don't know. They're not fish, though. I know that much. Yes. They're their own breed. Yeah, and they've but, got a weird little brain, haven't but, they? But Gal, in a wide-ranging interview, you know, towards the end of his career, last game at Shark Park, dot, 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 my book's coming out, et cetera, et cetera, I like to earn a dollar, spoke about he almost became uh, a manly player. He almost went to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. But probably most movingly, he said, basically at gunpoint, mm. I was forced to be the NRL stooge. They, w- they were concerned about ticket sales at Origin down yeah. in Melbourne. Yeah. So I had to play the villain, the black hat. Yes. And the two-head stuff, that's yeah. not me. I don't, stuff. I don't feel like that about <laughs> Queenslanders. I like Queenslanders, right. but the NRL made me do it. Right. So he sold his soul. So, you know, mm. I, 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 is it Melbourne? Is it NRL? Yeah, is, yeah. is this a battle for oh, power that Chris, we can't see? It's zeitgeist. Yes. That's my word. It's the, it's the mood of the time. Power Bre- is, stra- is... Look you look at Putin. You look at Trump. Brexit. You look at, yeah, Brexit. Yep. It's happening all around the world. Yep. Now, it's only just... It's manifested in all sorts of ways, just like acne. You know, it just comes out. There is a culture war going on, Stephen, that we, we barely understand and we're scratching the surface on, and we're simply alerting people to the, na- the danger. Now, can I come up with the worst example of all... It'd be about St. George Illawarra, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Now, I had to, t- as you know, I had to turn the game off and walk away last weekend. <laughs> such was my horror at the Chooks doing such damage. And, and I, will, I will not forget. I will not forget this, you know, uh, Cooper Cronk. Keep on playing so I can get my just <laughs> revenge. Anyway, it says here that a chap called George Yusuf uh, arrived to express his point of view. And you know the standard, the quality of banners at St. George on the Hill. You know that it's great. Yeah, G- GST. GST. It doesn't yep. get any better, right? Yep. Okay. So, he goes to Netstrata Jubilee Stadium uh, with signs in hand. I don't know if we had a mate. Uh, one of them was Fail Mary and the other was Step Down McGregor. Now, they were not offensive. They were stadium opinion in this day and age. You I tell know. you, Fail Mary, I get. Mm. That's kind of humorous. Step Down McGregor, that's just like descriptive, is it? Is that a song? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Step Down McGregor. McGregor. <laughs> you know. um, I was stopped by a security guard who asked if I had registered the banner. Oh, yes. Ah, bureaucracy. So it's death by Paperwork, bureaucracy. Triplicate. Yeah. So, what, you didn't get the form? <laughs> you know? The and banner you registration did, you, you form. You didn't notice that you had to sign and date it and bring it back to the office six weeks ago before you could bring said banner. And it has to be photographed with banner and you need a, a license with that banner. So we can double check you've got the rights to bring the banner into the stadium. <laughs> you, you say security guard, Stephen. I say stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. And anyway, and then it gets worse, Chris. He goes... Um, he said it had been rejected by someone inside the ground. I could come in but needed to leave the banner outside because this man believed in what he was saying, of course. It was, it was deep. Man of the people. And man of him. Is, is, Brian, is this Brian Johnson's go right. at St George? Is well, that we, that we, we, we will not be criticised? We haven't found the pathways back yet. So he said, I said, if my banner's not coming in, then I'm not coming in. So I went home alone. He was very apologetic. By the time I got back, it was 18 zip. I was going to say, he went home, he went home happy. He, he didn't see the carnage that was being wreaked down there at Jubilee. He believed the, rights ha- the fans have a right to an opinion. Well, we all do. Of course we do. And I, look, I, I lay the blame at Peter Dutton. Peter Dutton? It's coming from Peter. Wow. Yeah. Freedom of expression is being shut down at every level. And he would have put the word down on the NRL. He would have put, a, I think, a big jackboot and tried his head. So there's, so, there's, there's so many enemies here. Craig Bellamy, Peter Dutton, Peter Beattie. What are we going to do, Stephen? We're going to keep watch, Chris. Back in just a moment. And everywhere we go, we had 25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. Everybody moves, move, move. 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 Everybody moves, move, move.
And myself, Stephen Ferris. This is Fire Up. We are yearning for simpler times. We are, we are. Gosh, we're nostalgic. We're rose-coloured glasses for simpler times in rugby league. And do you remember when Barack Obama wore a tan suit? <laughs> that's all the news now because that's how bad it got. The the, tr- the trouble. What happens? They always talk about nostalgia being some sort of sweet pain, some sort of oxymoronic quality. Stephen is that when you see everything falling apart around you as indeed the incursion of fascism as exemplified by rugby league you start to reflect on what you used to like about the game what you used to enjoy about the game and what we're now losing because there's a real sense of loss Mm -hmm. as we try and go back into some sort of sort of metaphoric womb to feel better about ourselves Stephen yet we can't take a banner to St George games no 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 but I can I can say we thought we'd lost disco but it lives on well that's true you know that's true so the hope springs eternal I'm happy about that (laughs) now it appears that the ABC is losing an announcer and there are no answers according to Andrew Webbs did you hear about this Chris I did Hamo Craig Hamilton the voice of Newcastle Rugby League and let me tell you Newcastle Rugby League needs a voice right now Stephen yeah well I mean you've got to 
applaud the Johns brothers for standing up for their team because they are endlessly supporting, even if they're forensically pulling apart the issues happening in Steeltown. It's a really interesting discussion about what's wrong with Newcastle. I think it's a town stuck in the 90s, Stephen, yeah. and they've never been able to make the transition from being a steelmaker to a tourist destination. Well, as we've spotted with Wollongong and I think Port Kembra, you're, you're saying the same about uh, the Hunter region. Is it's, it's all wine and coffee now and tourism and arts festivals. It's a is soft... that enough to sustain? Well, look, you know, to me, if, if there's ever a sign of the impending apocalypse, this yeah. is when they started to put on rock and roll and wineries. You know, like, seriously. And, and not... Re- you're talking soft rock. <laughs> You're talking yacht rock, middle of the road rock. Well, origi- Legend, historic rock. Originally, but you, yeah. you, you, you skag style. Originally, but you probably haven't caught up with the news that it's well known that Metallica, supported by Slipknot, are playing ANZ Stadium. They're also doing not the, the Hunter. No, they're, they're doing the Bimbadjan Winery as well. Wow, what does that do to grapes? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> and so you know, in the nineties, the Johns were in the ascendancy. You know, be they Andrew, yeah. Matthew, or Daniel. Yeah. And none of those boys are travelling as well now. No. Ergo, and yet, New South, Newcastle and not travelling so well. In the bigger picture. The irony of this is, of course, is the Rust Belt voted in Trump because they were losing their way with their lack of, you know, steel mills and car production, etc. The same goes for, you know, our beloved government went on the hands of, you know, coal, cutting down forests, all that sort of stuff. So I don't understand this world sometimes. No wonder Nathan Brown couldn't fix it. And when (laughs) Andrew John says sabotage, I say I agree. Right. Now, i tell you what, though. i tell you one thing the rugby league does well, and that's bash each other. Yes. Right. Well, they used to be allowed to bash each other. Even so. better, they did. And, and this weekend is the anniversary of the Battle of Brookvale. The, the Battle of Brookie. Stephen, let's okay, have a listen. Okay. You come running, uh, you come running a distance of side punches. You run here as well. So you go for 10. Why you go, Glenn? Why you go, Glenn? Why you go, Glenn? Well, Glenn has to start walking because he's not going to stay there. They send him off set with their game as we get on his bike. He knows a bit better. Yeah, see him. There he goes. <laughs> well, they start peddling at him. And they're still... Hang on. we better stay... Oh, it's on again! It's on again! Glenn Stewart and Adam Blair. Here come the... Uh, here come the reinforcements. And now they've come from the bench as well. Well, we knew there was rivalry. Well, if that doesn't raise your blood levels, I don't know what will. If only Rabs could have been at Gallipoli. You know, <laughs> Calling like, the action. Calling the action. What a terrific historical record that would be down at the National Archives. Yeah. Now, Stephen, I was not there. That I was not there that, either. That, I was watching on TV. Yeah, so and, was I. And did you, did you jump out, out, of out of my seat? I jumped out of my seat. Because as soon as it spills over the white line, whoa, look out, look out, it's on. <laughs> it, it was absolutely something. And, and it's dubbed, of course, the Battle of Brookvale. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, again, we're talking about this incursion uh, and the mind control that's going in rugby league. Uh, Manly Supremo Scott Penn has uh, issued a little edict to all his staff and players. Oh, I can feel it coming, Chris. Do not, under any circumstances, refer to this ground as Brookvale Oval or, <laughs> dare I say, the Appalachian Brookie. Yeah. It is Lotto Land. What, the Battle of Lotto Land? doesn't really have doesn't the really same ring. Come on, but, but Penn. It, it's apparently That's marketing 101, Chris. And we were told by the forces that be that it would never happen again. And our old Joseph Stalin himself, Craig Bellamy, had this to say. Okay. For us, it's um, it's a team we're playing this week and there's two points up for grabs, you know. That's a long time ago. And uh, it was two different teams. And it was a little bit of a different era too. You know, some of the things that happened that night are probably never going to happen again in the game. And I think uh, for good reason. And 
that's the right thing. So, um, you know, that, that's a thing that obviously I don't think, you know, we're certainly not proud of what happened that night and I don't think Manly would be proud of what happened that night either, you know, but it happened and some things do happen. Look, I, said, I'm know, glad he didn't call the Battle of Waterloo or Gettysburg. Uh, yeah, you that could, would have been a dud. Uh, you can sort of hear the sort of feigned regret in his voice. And he says, you know, again, we want to control the product. We don't want any more of this. Well, fortunately, there was one hero in the Melbourne Storm last year, and I speak, of course, of Curtis Scott, yeah. who put one on Dylan Walker mm. against Bellamy's orders, against the Stalinist incursion. Because he was a grub, yes. Yeah, and um, there's every chance that we will be calling the Battle of Lotta Land this weekend. can I say this, Chris? You can't fool the fans. You, no. N- no matter what you say, no. no matter what you call the ground, the yeah. fans remember, and the fans are coming. They reckon this is going to be the first sellout for, what, 152 years? That's right. Suburban grounds are back. They're back. They're- Sharks, Tigers next week. You won't yeah. be able to get in for love no, or money. No, no. The fans speak. And I tell you what happened when I was in Russia. You know what I saw? Yeah. Idols of Stalin knocked over, yes. broken, yes. lying on the yes. roadway. So they're expecting a bloodbath. <laughs> they're <laughs> expecting a, a, a replay of the Battle of Brookie. Stephen, Two. they're not expecting a bloodbath. They deserve, they deserve a it. bloodbath. Rugby League fans deserve it. Because we can't see this stuff leaving yeah. the game. Because... All sorts of things are leaving the and, game, aren't they, Stephen? Yeah, yes, we'll get to that. And for people who are listening who have no idea about rugby league and think it's a brutal sport, yes, it is, yes. But the point is, what stays, what happens on the field stays on the field. We don't expect these guys to do the same thing in the street. That'd be criminal. Well, well, we don't expect that, Chris. Well, we don't. But we've, we, I'm not sure. What are you we're, I'm not sure we've been 100 percent successful no, in you, that regard. You can trust your kiddies; they can walk out the league play, and you're not going to get belted. There was the brother of Cordner slash Jacob Saifidi thing that was resolved successfully in favour of the Cordner kitty this week. So you know the boundaries blur from time to time, Stephen. You can't control oh, the message. You can't control I, the message. Yes, all right. Well, I do believe in freedom of expression. You're right. Yes. You're right. I believe in the 60s and time of free spirit and individual rights. So you're a Falaoist. Is that what I'm hearing? You're <laughs> well, a no, not, not when you... <laughs> now, t- talking about demise, Chris, and uh, are we going to get to that now? Well, it's Jersey Day, Stephen, and what am I wearing? You're wearing a traditional um, Balmain Tigers jump with no sponsorship whatsoever. Great big tiger, two black stripes uh, in the... What is that term called again? The, the uh, Chevron. Chevron uh, uh, on, a, on a beautiful golden jumper. Circa 1969. Yes, uh, was yes. it 11-2 yeah. that South went down to the Tigers on that and particular day? That is going the way of the Newtown Jets. Nostalgia, nostalgia, nostalgia. I tell you what, the, uh, the Tigers are, are going, Stephen. Mm. And uh, you mentioned the Newtown Jets. Glenn Dwyer has written a marvellous book about the return of the Newtown Jets after they were kicked out of the Rugby League in 1983. Mm. They found their way back through the Metropolitan Cup and now are in the Canterbury Cup. Mm. Balmain Tigers. It says here, Balmain will cease to exist as a company Yeesh. and a club, and Yeesh. its assets and licenses will be transferred to West Leagues at Asheville under proposals put to voting members of both licensed clubs that will compete their unification on and off the field. So you've only got 12,000. West Asheville's the Magpies. I've got 30, 36,000. I can see where the numbers are going to fall, Chris. Yes, well, you can see the writing on the wall. You're a pragmatist. Yeah. Well, I've got to go speak against the motion, Stephen, at West Ashfield, and I think I can swing about 13,000 votes our way. Ah. It says here the West Tigers in a Royal franchise began 20 years ago as an equal joint venture. And that's why they call it the joint. Yeah. yeah. Equal right. joint venture. Good feeling around the joint venture. Uh, by the 1908 Foundation Rugby League Clubs, and yet Melbourne had the audacity to hang in there and survive. Won a premiership in the second year. Whilst found, I mean, does that not gall you, Chris? It certainly goads me. Goads you. 
Former New South Wales Premier Barry O'Farrell, an oh, independent director and oh, fan of Talk about your Stalinist, you know, the, monochrome. Yeah. You know, oh, Jesus. There's no fun at Tigers games anymore. Does, Thank you very much. Does Barry. Benny, does Benny Elias have to cop any blame for any of this nonsense, given the, you know, what happened to the meth lab up at Roselle? No, no, I think Betty's a hero because he is tried. He? Yeah, because he I tried. I he sold it off for a dollar. <laughs> Well, he tried to build something on there. Sure, it was a 40-story yeah. complex that he knew would never get through. And somebody was going to make plenty of money out of it. Yes. Yeah, okay, wow. By the way, I mean, when the, if, if Balmain is disposing of his assets, what is that, the meth lab? Well, that is right. That's got to be worth something. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking Bad Part 3. It turns out that the internals of the meth lab and the product that's developing is generating a lot more revenue than the actual property value itself. Right. 50 years since Balmain were the champions of the old Sydney Premiership when they won an improbable title over the highly fancied Rabbitohs at the SCG oh, and yes. partied at their Roselle club. The meth was running free that night. The great grand final heist. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. And now Balmain members will be asked to support... Get this, Chris. The dissolution of the company. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not even nostalgic, Stephen. I'm just flat out sad. Now, there is a text line for those that need grief counselling. 0409 I mean, if it was my team... I would be up in arms. I'd be marching the streets. I'd get a banner without registration. Isn't that isn't that sad that uh, the pain is so specific, so sharp that we haven't been able to galvanise? And you know why we can't galvanise anyone? Have you been to Balmain lately, Stephen? It's Cafe Society. It's Newcastle yeah. all over well, again. that's right. It's like saying, you know, CBGB, some punk rock in New York, please. No, not going to happen. The only way you're going to get people in Balmain and Roselle to march about anything is if the cafes run out of turmeric. <laughs> Back in a minute. Fire up. When a little while from now, if I'm not feeling any less sound, I promise myself to treat myself and visit a nearby town. And climbing to the top, will throw myself off. An effort to make clear to ever what it's like when you're shattered, left standing in the lurch at a church where people saying, My God, that's tough. She stood him up. No point in us remaining. We may as well go on as I did on my own, alone again. Naturally, to think that only yesterday. Cheerful, bright and gay Looking forward to Wouldn't do the role I was about to play But as if to knock me down Reality came around And without so much as a mere touch Cut me into little pieces Leaving me to doubt Talk about God in his mercy If he really does exist Why did he deserve my heart of need, I truly am indeed alone again, naturally. It seems to me that there are more hearts broken in the world that can't be mended, left unattended. What do we do? What do we do?
Chris. And now it's time for the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Unfortunately, this week's episode of Six Tackles with Gus is unavailable due to technical difficulties. And that was the latest instalment of the life and times of Gus Gould. Ah, rugby league, you magnificent beast. Well, you might say that, but I don't think Chris Gale's been that, and all those Balmain supporters have been texting in. I mean, we gave you a little moment then with Gilbert O'Sullivan, you know, one of the great famous writers in the UK music scene, alone again naturally, covered by Michael Bublé. Did you know that, Chris? Uh, And the Pet Shop Boys. And the Pet Shop Boys. I I thought Mariah Carey might have had a crack at that. Maybe it was uh, Celine Dion as well. I don't know if you heard that, Stephen, but there was was no Gus podcast this week. I mean, again, like he's, you know... The, the, the most free thinker, the most creative mind in rugby league has been shut down at exactly yeah. the time we're pointing out about right. the incursion of... Uh, Next will be the Johns Brothers. Right-wing or left-wing political yes. interests, depending on what side of the fence you sit on. Look, the, beautiful song, Stephen. I'm not sure it'll be allowed these days, but it took me I, right... I can see you as a very young, young boy standing yep. on the hill at, uh, at Leichhardt. Well... Down uh, main Jersey. Probably not. I've got to tell you, well, for, yeah, Jersey's weren't... A, Proved no, of in those days. It, look, you take me back to the 1969 Grand Finals, no, Stephen, yeah. and like I wasn't born in a rugby league family, so oh. I had to come to the game myself. And oh. and I remember that very day I was actually at Jocelyn Edmonds uh, would have been eighth birthday party. Fantastic! It was a hat party. I went as yeah. Neil Armstrong because you know the moon. Man, you're boy. ahead of your time. Aren't and, you? and I and I said, you know, as a young boy, saying, you know, what is this rugby league thing? I love the Tigers. I love that logo near my house. I'm going to follow this team. They've had success. Today, there'll be so much more success to look forward to in the future. And at that time, you were estranged from family, yes. estranged from school, yes. maybe some heartbreak in the winds. Yes. yes. Uh, really, I was a loner. I was an unpopular kid. Yeah. Rugby league was all I had to cling on to, and the knowledge that, well, I'll be able to enjoy happier times when Balmain win premierships. Through your sunset years. Yes. Uh, Balmain never won another premiership, Stephen. <laughs> and now, and now, now <laughs> the cruelest curse of all, they're cutting you adrift. They're being dissoluted. Yeah. At least Neil Armstrong got to, to walk on the moon. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> you, you know, and they're just going to cut you off. There'll be no more tigers and that'll be... No more tigers, everybody. Uh, 0409-945-945 to voice your opinion. Chris, if they want to hear this later and really sort of like, you know, enjoy the spirit of, of this moment, where, where would they go? So we podcast this show, Stephen. Yeah. So, you know, on all your good podcast this services. This is called... This is called New Fire New Up. Fire, New Fire Up. And on the feed at the moment, that yeah. comes through as season two. Right. So the New Fire Up, that's the Friday show, which we are live out here from FBI. Mm-hmm. On the Mondays, mm. we do a podcast called More Fired Up with Dennis Carnahan. Yes. Redfern Pat at the controls. Yes. That comes through as season three. It's ostensibly a review of the round that was. Mm. Generally isn't. So you might get confused, mightn't you? They're too... You might hit the button and go, this doesn't sound like what I heard the other day. That's that's the joy of it. We're trying to extend <laughs> the brand. And we're extending it, Stephen, to a live show. Yeah. There's a few tickets left, but they are going at the oh. Factory Theatre, yeah. Friday, October the 11th. October 11th, yeah. It's the season wrap, yeah. and it's also the Keepers of the Flame induction. We'll be playing the nominees over the next few weeks right. for your vote. Yes. Dennis will be there. The great Dave Ray will be yeah. on hand, yeah. and Vonnie Sampson will be presiding over the proceedings. So and... Get your tickets, factorytheatre.com.au. Okay. Fire up, keeper we of the flame. We may even have an actor from Avatar if we're lucky. We could well have Brendan Cow. We could have that as well. Fantastic. Uh, okay. Now, uh, what I would like to say is uh, that many, many things do pass. All things must pass, as George Harrison used to say, Chris. Yes. Uh, Bella the dog. Yes. Bella Bell. the pooch. Bell. Bella. Rest yeah. in peace. Now, of course, Bella was, uh, was one of the troubled moments for young Mitchell Pierce. Yes. Now, the Chloe Hotel is to blame as well. Rivers of Grog. <laughs> the house. The, the, 
The beach house. The house in King's Cross. Now we mourn King's Cross itself. Well, that's gone. How, how quickly does everything disappear? Boy, how we lose. We're, we're losing things hand over fist, Life Stephen. Life is an illusion, really, isn't it? You grasp it, then it's gone. Uh, but what I'm saying is, Mitchell... <laughs> sad stuff. Mitchell Pierce has dudded himself now. Is he cursed, this bloke? Well, he moved to Newcastle, Stephen, so that says it all. There's a report that says uh, he, he wrote the clause in, and it's a little bit like, as as our red friend Pat said, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, where he didn't get all the credits, or all the royalties he should have got. Should have gone on a point system. <laughs> yeah. um, he took a salary, and uh, no, he forced took a, t- a salary of over a million for the $150,000 offer if they made the top eight. Yeah, but there, were, there were incentives to make the top eight and the and top four. Another additional 75000 if they made the top four. Yeah. Stupid deal. He was reaching for it, reaching for it. Mitchell was trying to make himself personally accountable. That's just a mistake. You want some good news now, Chris? I do want some good news. Okay, happy birthday to Dennis Carnahan. Yes, happy birthday, Dennis. He's old. Yes, he is very old. Okay. Uh, FBI officially, yesterday, turned 16... Outstanding achievement. How long have you been here for, Stephen? I officially turned 16 at FBI 2. Surely it's time. Sweet 16, never been kissed. If you're listening FBI management, time to move him on, I would have thought. (laughs) There's a place for the elderly amongst us. Come on. (laughs) Palpably. (laughs) And I think more intriguingly, fire up 14 years in the make. Wow. 14 14 years. Incredible years. 14 years. You know, I'm, Most of our listeners weren't born. I'm still two years, but someone uh, sent a message on the Fire Up Facebook page this week going, where is Brett Oaten? I go, I often ask myself that question. If I last two more years, if this show lasts two more years, and yeah. let's face it, highly unlikely, yeah. uh, I will no longer be the new kid. No, you won't. <laughs> and step on down rugby league. The original rugby league kicked off 124 years ago yes. in the north of England. Yes, except the club Dewsbury backed out. Soft, Dewsbury, soft. Okay. Well, that's all good news. Now, um, Chris, uh, I think we're out of time. Do we, do, we, do we have time for a little uh, feel-good from Buzz Rothfield and then Reed Mahoney's father just to wrap up, Stephen? Absolutely. Let's do a minute of it. I think Peter Beattie's done a good, solid job, been a bit clumsy, mucked up some names. Zava, Simon Fagawi, both the... I struggle with this, Trevojevic. No, that's not it, Trevojevic. That's it. Mate, I'm getting better, aren't I? No. I've been covering football for four decades, and I do not understand it. I don't need to add any more to that. Aren't you feeling better? <laughs> yeah, I feel really good now. Now, I, I tell you what, we're always looking for the spirit of rugby league. Ben Eichen was uh, looking for it last week. It is an elusive thing, and you're talking about it. If they squash the Tigers, the, the spirit of rugby league may be gone in your life. The light might be gone. No light on the hill, so to speak. The, the, I, I, my heart, which was you know mucked around with yeah. recently, it's. I feel like there are dying embers. Can you fan a flame? Can you bring me back, Stephen? We'll try. We'll try. And, and I say, look, there's a couple of things to look forward to, Chris. Uh, number one is the... Summer from hell again, coming up after Mad Monday. <laughs> now, that surely has got to be worth looking forward to. Yes, I'm looking forward to a repeat of the summer of hell. I'm, I'm booking my ticket now. Uh, now, news from Darius Boyd's wife, I believe. Kayla Boyd, I think, issued a press release saying Darius is going nowhere. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> talk about mes- She's in messages. PR, I gather. <laughs> I tell you what, message management, it's going on everywhere. Okay. And uh, if I could say that um, there was um, a statement... Made by Glenn Mahoney, is that how you pronounce it? Mahoney, or the Reed Mahoney's father, who's playing playing his trade for the Parramatta Eels at the moment. Okay, now he comes with a beard, as do a lot of Parramatta supporters. Long, unkept beard, not a hipster beard, if they still exist. Uh, Unkept hair, rough and ready. Uh, He is a proud Parramatta supporter, and he says here, quote, Everyone just goes to the pub to watch Reed play footy. We'll sit around and drink piss, have a yarn, and a yahoo. Well, there you go. (laughs) Now, come on. I am back, Stephen. Yeah, now we're happy. Rugby league is alive and well again.
So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!